0: Carlow woman convicted and fined over neglect of pet dog. A county Carlow woman was last week convicted of failing to safeguard the health and welfare of a dog and failing to provide it with sufficient food and water. Judge Geraldine Carthy fined the woman a total of €550 and ordered that she pay €140 in ISPCA costs having been found guilty of offences contrary to the Animal Health and Welfare Act, 2013. ISPCA Animal Welfare Inspector Fiona Conlon visited a property in Tullow, County Carlow in October 2020 and discovered Scooby, a 14-year-old Yorkshire Terrier dog, in a kennel at the rear of the garden. Scooby was found to be filthy and his coat was severely matted. The kennel area was found to be extremely dirty, covered with faecal matter and with rotting apples strewn around. Drinking water found in a bucket was green and his bedding in the kennel was soaking wet and heavy to lift up. The defendant told Ms Conlon that the dog was not in great condition but was a nice dog. The woman said that she had Scooby from when he was a pup but was unable to bring him to a groomer as she was under a lot of pressure. The defendant surrendered Scooby to the care of the ISPCA and he was taken to a vet for an urgent examination. The dog was found to be extremely underweight with extremely badly matted fur, which was causing him undue discomfort and stress. Ms Conlon said the dog's owner failed to maintain basic standards to safeguard Scooby's health and welfare. When Scooby arrived at the ISPCA, he received the care and attention he desperately needed, gaining weight over time, and was successfully rehomed. Sadly, Scooby has since passed away due to old age, but it is satisfying to know that he lived out his last year in happiness and comfort. The ISPCA encourages members of the public to report any animal welfare concerns to the organization. Restrained from trespassing at former home. An injunction has been granted by the High Court restraining a couple from trespassing upon their former family home in Carlow Town that has been possessed by a mortgage lender following default on their repayments. In a judgment, Mr. Justice Sennan Allen said it is plain beyond argument that the actions of Vincent and Madeline Kavanagh in breaking into the house at Beechwood Park, Carlo, via their son, on the afternoon of the 17th of February 2020, were unlawful. It is absolutely clear, he said, that Start Mortgage's designated activity company was lawfully in possession of the home as of 2.30pm that day and is entitled to an injunction as a matter of right. The judge said he found it very hard to credit that a person of ordinary intelligence could believe he was entitled to use an angle grinder to break into a house within hours of his eviction by a court messenger acting on foot of a court order. He also made an order prohibiting the Kavanaghs and any person acting for them from filming or recording any of Start's employees or the county registrar for Carlo at or near the property. Further, they are prohibited from posting any such footage of images on social media or the internet, he ruled. Mr. Justice Allen fixed a short stay on the trespass order until 12 p.m. last Friday, the 4th of March, so the Kavanaughs could remove their belongings from the property. A circuit court judge made an order in June 2016 for possession of the property, which was upheld by the High Court a year later, the judge noted. The possession order arose from a failure to meet a repayment demand concerning a 110,000 euro loan taken out by the Kavanaghs in 2007 with Bank of Scotland Ireland, which was secured by a mortgage on the Carlow property. Start was registered as owner of the charge in April 2015. In uncontested evidence, the Director of Blackwater Bailiff Asset Management Services, Sean Cal, claimed he attended the house at 2pm on the 17th of February 2020 with a court messenger, six court bailiffs, two locksmiths and four garthee. It was alleged Ms. Kavanaugh appeared at the window and recorded the events on her phone while claiming the people were on her property unlawfully. She locked the door from the inside with two dead bolts, but it was forced open, said Mr. Call. The locks were changed and CCTV cameras capable of capturing sound were installed in the kitchen. Mr. Justice Allen said the uncontested evidence was that the Kavna's son, Geoffrey, was later recorded using an angle grinder to cut the locks on the property. He... His partner and Mr. and Ms. Kavna were later shown in the kitchen alongside three people who have been described as members of the so-called Anti-Eviction Task Force. One of the Anti-Eviction Group members said, Any footage of the faces of the court messenger, bailiffs and Gardaí should be published on social media in an effort to intimidate them, it was noted. During the injunction application, Mr Kavna representing himself, alleged that Start was not a lawful mortgagee in possession. He said the property was his family dwelling, constitutionally protected, from any and all unlawful trespass. This, the judge said, fails to recognise that the order for possession was made and executed in accordance with law. He said Start was entitled to its legal costs. Gardha ombudsman investigating death of woman in garda station article by elizabeth lee the garda ombudsman is investigating the circumstances surrounding the death of a woman who died while being detained in carlo garda station the woman who was in her 50s passed away while in garda custody on wednesday the 25th of february the garda shiqhana ombudsman commission gsoc Confirmed to the Nationalist that it was referred to the case under Section 102 of the garda Siochana Act 2005. On 25th of February, GSOC received a referral under S102 of the garda Siochana Act 2005 from a Garda superintendent in Carlo following the death of a woman in her 50s, the Garda ombudsman's office said in a statement. All deaths in Garda custody are referred to the ombudsman for investigation. The matter is now being investigated by GSOC in accordance with the provisions of the Act. Catalytic Converter Stolen Article by Elizabeth Lee Garthy and Bagnallstown are investigating the theft of catalytic converters from Toyota cars in two separate incidents. The first theft was from a Toyota Yaris, and Garthy believed that it occurred between Wednesday and Friday, the 23rd to the 25th of February, while the blue Yaris was parked in Poacher's Lock, Lochland Bridge. A second catalytic converter was reported stolen from a Toyota Yaris in Bagnallstown on Friday the 4th of March. The bronze-coloured car was parked in the driveway of a house in Ashfield when the theft occurred. The homeowner heard noises outside and saw three men in dark clothing leave the scene between 11.45pm and midnight. Contact Bagnellstown Garda Station with any information. Councilors call on government to expel the Russian ambassador. Article by Suzanne Pender Carlow County councillors have called on Taoiseach Michal Martin and Minister for Foreign Affairs Simon Coveney to expel the Russian ambassador to Ireland, Yuri Filatov, and all Russian intelligence and defence personnel from the state. One of the first local authorities in the country to vote in favour of the Russian ambassador's expulsion, councillors were united in solidarity with the besieged nation of Ukraine. Kahirloch Councillor Fintan Phelan, called a special meeting of Carlow County Council last Wednesday and put forward two notices of motion, both of which passed by a majority in the 18-member council. A further motion put forward by Councillors Charlie Murphy and Tommy Kinsella, also calling for the Russian ambassador's expulsion, and to sever all diplomatic relations with Russia, was also passed by members. The lengthy and often emotional meeting sparked much comment on the plight of the Ukrainian people, the barbaric illegal acts of aggression by Russia, and differing opinions on the role of NATO. Councillor Phelan's motion read, This Council stands in solidarity with the people of Ukraine, as well as the Ukrainian community in Carlow, Ireland and across the world. Carlow County Council utterly condemns President Vladimir Putin and the Russian invasion of Ukraine, A sovereign nation. The second motion called on the government to expel the Russian Ambassador to Ireland along with all Russian intelligence, communication, and defense personnel in the state. We further urged the government to lobby European Union member states to take similar action. Councillor Phelan said that President Putin's actions had shown a blatant disregard of international law and were in fact the actions of a despot. Councillor Tommy Kinsella said the actions of Russian President Putin were reminiscent of Hitler's first invasion, but he also questioned the actions of MEPs Mick Wallace, Claire Daly and Luke Ming Flanagan on the issue. They need to be held accountable as to why they are not condemning the Russian invasion, said Councillor Kinsella. Councillor Tom O'Neill said it was heartbreaking watching TV each night and seeing people trying to leave their country. We have to do everything we can to help these people. This monster has to be stopped at all costs, he added. To our friends in Ukraine, Carlo stands with you, Ireland stands with you, evil must never win, said Councillor O'Neill. Councillor John MacDonald described President Putin as the Hitler of the modern era, but expressed caution in relation to the expulsion of the Russian ambassador, which would result in Ireland's ambassador in Russia being expelled, and difficulties for the thousand Irish people in that country. Councillor William Patton thanked Councillor Phelan for calling the meeting, and remarked that Putin has now joined a dictator roll call of shame, joining such names as Adolf Hitler, Saddam Hussein, Benito Mussolini and Kim Jong-il. Councillor Charlie Murphy described the actions of Russia as an attack on Europe and an attack on democracy. While Councillor Fergal Brown spoke of the feelings in his school, St. Joseph's National School, where they have children with grandparents and family living in Ukraine, seeing this devastating impact. He too was concerned about expelling the ambassador, which would leave our citizens in Russia very vulnerable. Councillor Adrienne Wallace spoke of the sheer terror on people's faces and the bravery of the Ukrainian people. She called for an amendment to Councillor Phelan's motion requiring the Irish government to call in the IFSC and find out where the Russian oligarchs are hiding their money as they are using Irish tax laws as a haven. Councillor Wallace also called for the expulsion of the Israeli ambassador and questioned the double standards of the council when her motion last year calling for such an expulsion was defeated. All people should be given a safe haven if they are fleeing from war, said Councillor Wallace. She was also critical of NATO, saying it just agitated more war. Councillor Phelan said he was extremely disappointed that Councillor Wallace would water down the motion. He said Councillor Wallace's party, People Before Profit, was the first to protest about everything, yet silent on Putin. Councillor Wallace utterly refuted this and said that People Before Profit had actually organised a protest in Dublin on the issue. Councillor Michael Dorn also spoke about the bravery of the Ukrainian people despite being in the face of a massive superpower. Their brave resistance is truly awe-inspiring. He said... He would support the motion but spoke of how important it was to keep some channels of communication open. Councillor Andrea Dalton spoke of how people had been so deeply saddened and upset by what they were seeing and stood in united condemnation of these illegal acts of terror. My heart goes out to the Russian people, many of whom don't support this war, she said. Reflecting the opinion of many, Councillor Dalton spoke of how our own children in Ireland have all been impacted by what is happening in Ukraine. No child wants to feel unsafe, she said. Councillor Charlie Murphy said he didn't want to get political, but questioned Councillor Wallace bringing NATO into the debate. If Ukraine were members of NATO, Putin wouldn't be in Ukraine. A bully needs to meet with the same force, the same aggression and savagery as they gave themselves said a determined Councillor Murphy. Quoting standing orders, Councillor Phelan ruled that Councillor Wallace's amendments were not relevant to the motion, therefore he did not allow them. The three motions were each taken in a roll call vote. The first passed with 17 votes in favour with one absentee, Councillor John Murphy. Motion two for the expulsion of the Russian ambassador was also passed with 15 in favour, one against Councillor Brown. One abstention, Councillor Dorn, and one absentee, Councillor John Murphy. Motion 3 was also passed, with 12 in favour and 5 against. Councillors Brown, Casson, Dalton, Dorn and Patton, and one absentee, Councillor John Murphy.